Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this podcast, you will learn how to use technology to increase your sales and save time. Please subscribe to Digital Selling Secrets for updates on new episodes. All right. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome once again to another episode of Digital Selling Secrets. And uh, this time we have a fantastic guest with us, and this is Larry Levine. Author of now it looks oh, backward on it. at least, but uh, selling from the heart. Nice <laughs> selling from the heart and how your authentic self sells you. Um, it's interesting that you have this uh, the uh, sub subtitle, Larry, and um, and uh, I say this because in our last podcast or our previous uh, named podcast, it was called uh, Twenty Four Floors Up, and it was about digital transformation, and uh, we've now moved into digital selling but in that we talked a lot about online uh, authenticity being authentic especially on the, in the online space so i really appreciate that and i look forward to reading this book unfortunately i didn't uh, come across it until now and no, it's all it's all good don't worry about it man no i i really will because i mean we're, we're all in sales and we love to keep reading and educating ourselves and uh so with that i'm just going to introduce my co-host gary Dennis and uh, our guest, uh, Larry Levine. And Larry, if you don't mind, just uh, if you would just introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. Well, you just did, but I'll do it again. So it's all good. Yeah, Larry Levine, I'm the author of Selling from the Heart, How Your Authentic Self Sells You. I co-host a podcast by the same name, Selling from the Heart. I'm just, my vision and my passion is just to bring authenticity back to the sales profession because I think it's sorely missing. I don't care whether that be face-to-face -face or whether that be online. It's just, it's time that we bring the best version of ourselves to the forefront. Could you tell us a little bit more about that, about, um, you know, moving away from authenticity and uh, bringing our best selves uh, to the forefront? Well, you know, it's interesting because I keyed in on something. I was just listening to something that you said a few minutes ago about, you know, digital transformation and digital selling and so forth. You know, I'm a firm believer that the core foundations of sales really haven't changed. The tools have changed. Right. And where I'm, where I'm going with this is we do everything but work on ourselves in the sales profession in order to become better. So we're taught company knowledge we're taught product knowledge we're taught all of these things which don't get me wrong they're all important but no one's really focusing on how to help salespeople become the best version of themselves because i think in order to succeed in sales it starts with you and and i write about it in my book is if you have sales chaos and misalignment of values and you really don't know who you are then you're just walking around in what I call an empty suit. And I really play this really hard. I don't do it to disrespect anybody. It's just to kind of drive a point across is we can all become better. And when we fail to align our hearts and our minds to what we do, then to me, we're just out in sales, just wandering around. When you say empty suit, what do you mean by that? And you said no disrespect, so none taken. But yeah. if you don't mind elaborating on that a, a bit. I'll, I'll just keep it really simple. Okay. Lack of sincerity, lack of substance, lack of heart. That's okay. That's very simple and succinct. Uh, Gary, you had a smile when he started talking. <laughs> you look like you had yeah. something to say there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gary Dennis here, uh, co-founder of Digicel. Um, no, I was just thinking I, uh, there was, there was something on uh, LinkedIn uh, a couple of days ago and it was talking about artificial intelligence and how the automated messages that come from LinkedIn and um, 
somebody somebody didn't like the uh, the fact that people would send a happy birthday or a congratulation message every time because um, it's just a click of a button and it was insincere. So I, it just got me thinking about that and uh, empty suits. It it just it seems like with all the tools available right now, there's a lot of people out there that just want to go on autopilot and start start automating everything and and spamming people and just not have to not have to do any work not have to really like have an engaging conversation um it's um i don't know it just seems like that's kind of the trend right now where people think well okay if i get an um you know if i get mailchimp and i just schedule schedule emails email blasts nonstop uh or you meet somebody for the first time and you get added to their email list and you start getting emails every day, just non, just not personalized at all. Just general information. Um, I guess if it's something you're really interested in, um, then it's okay. But it, it just seems like nowadays people are just, it just ties back. To, I think it ties back to what Larry was saying as far as um, being, being authentic, not being an empty suit and, um, I don't know. What am I rambling? What what are, what are y'all's thoughts? No, on no, but, but but here's something that's I'm not anti tools. I'm not anti digital. In fact, I think you can leverage these really well to humanize yourself. But unfortunately, so many people are leaning on this as they dehumanize themselves. And where I'm going with this, and you know, to your point, Gary, when you started talking about you know the individual who who shared the, you know, hey, why are we just using these generic happy birthdays and congratulations and things like that? There's a way to humanize that, right? And I know LinkedIn serves that up in a way to drive a conversation, but if you don't do anything with it and you don't add your personal flair to it, then you're just taking the tool that's given to you with no thought, no nothing, and you're gonna go, hey, happy birthday, Gary, right? And expect some kind of a return. It's right. it, it, it's not gonna happen. So I, I think what's happened is people have leveraged, and I said, you know, and I put a video out just the other day, is I think too many people are hiding behind their keyboards mm. and trying to build relationships, leveraging some of the technology without giving it any thought. And I'm not saying, you know, that's just do away with all the tools. And I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is there's a way to leverage these tools in a way that humanizes, that a way that engages, in a way that excites people into wanting to get to know who you are. But if you hide behind all this stuff and you're being fake about it and you're not walking, talking and living it, then people will see right through it. And that's why I just keep drilling back and drilling back that you're nothing more than an empty suit if you lack all these things and you hide behind it. Right, now I, I think we're on the same page, Larry. I'm, of course, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of the tools themselves. But like, yeah. you're, like you're saying, like they have to be used correctly. They have to, and I'm guilty of not using them correct. I remember when I first started using, um, what was it? I, I think it was MailChimp or one of the other large. Uh, so I, I created a, a workshop on innovation and, I'm, and I thought, well, everybody loves it. You know, everybody wants to know about innovation. Who doesn't need innovation? I mean, it's, so I, I, I got my entire email list and I sent everybody information about the course on innovation and I got hardly any responses back I got you know a handful out of you know, thousands and um, but it really made me think about um, and then I guess sometimes you got to make mistakes before you learn but sure. it, it, 
made me really think about like when you're using these, these tools, they have to be so focused and so personalized and so, I mean, I guess that's what market segmentation is all about, but it has to be, it has to be at the micro level. It can't be at the macro level. Um, so that's my, that's one of my pet peeves is, is something that I've actually done, but it, it's happened to me so many times. It's, it's become kind of a, a nuisance a little bit is, is that spamming of like, not really you know, just going on autopilot and not thinking and not putting any thought into it. Kind of like with the artificial intelligence and LinkedIn stuff, but on a bigger level. So that's one thing. The other, the other thing when it comes to social media and maybe it's automation or is the, is, is trying to create a perception that's not reality is that's the other thing I see happening is you got 19 year old kids standing in front of Lamborghinis that, you know, they've just snapped a picture of and they're like, look, this is what I got. You watch my course and you'll have you a Lamborghini too. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Yeah. You, you know, it, and, and all that stuff is, I mean, it's, I find it hilarious. <laughs> I, I mean, it just, it's absolutely insane. I don't care if it's on LinkedIn, you see it on Twitter, you see it on Instagram all over the place. Right. And, and I always say this, uh, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time or, you know, something, you can size them up pretty fast. I think we'll all agree to that. Depends on how they look you in the eye, how they shake their hand, their demeanor, what comes out of their mouth in the first couple seconds. Well, I always say that people can smell sincerity instantaneously, but conversely, they can smell insincerity just as fast. And there's a lot of that online. And, and this is where, this is why I, you know, a lot of people out there will talk about, you got to get visible and you have to get valuable online, right? You got to be seen. And a lot of people out there are trying to leverage all these platforms to get seen. I get it, right? But they don't have really anything to say. And they're out, if, if you see, if you get where I'm going with this, yes. spend, spend any time on any of these social platforms and to Gary's point, and I'm not saying that, that the younger generation is not smart because I think they're brilliant. I think they're, they're absolutely brilliant in how they're using some of this, these tools. But if you have nothing to say and you're faking it, people will, they'll, they'll sense it in two seconds and you'll be exposed. So that's why I just said, hey, you know what? If we can take a step back, if we can understand the value that we bring to the marketplace, if we can understand our own personal values, if we can educate, if we can lead with insights, if we can leverage these social platforms to position ourselves as our true self, people will get excited to want to get to know you. But if you put, your, if you put a fake front up there and people... And, and, and people will, you know, gravitate towards that, then are they getting to know the real you or the fake you? Right. And then what happens? See where I'm going right. with this? Right. And, right. And, it, and that's what's starting to happen. I see it. I see it all too often. And you can smell it a mile away. How, how would you suggest uh, somebody get, um, become authentic? I mean, what would be, I wouldn't say necessarily a roadmap. I'm sure that's in your book. By the way, uh, Larry Levine's book has uh, five stars on Amazon. It's a five-star Amazon rating, so uh, everybody needs to check that out. Uh, but, uh, I mean, what would be, uh, you know, for, for somebody to start on that pathway? Well, you, authentic? It's, it's a great question, and I'm, I'm just going to throw it back, and I'm going to keep it as simple as possible. And I love using analogies, and I think this is the single best analogy. And, th and there's going to be people out there that don't believe me and, and will doubt it. And that's okay. Right. Everybody has an opinion. Sure. But 
I'm a firm believer that everybody can be authentic. And here's why. Let's take our personal relationships for a moment. Okay. If you're married or you have a significant other, you're going you're gonna to hopefully be the best version of yourself. You're going to treat your family and friends and your clo- you know, those people close to your heart with authenticity. You're, you're going to act in a way that's the best version of yourself, true to yourself. Those are ingrained in you. So where I'm going with this is everybody can do that. If you can do all these, if you can carry these traits in your personal life, what prevents you from doing it in your business life? And you see where I'm going with this? Right. And and I think it's a deeper uh, to me, and I'm not going to get philosophical with this because I remember when I was writing my book, I had somebody ask me, connected to me on LinkedIn, and I was probably a quarter of the way into writing my book. And this person goes, I want to know the case studies and the science behind your book, Selling from the Heart. And I said, hey, listen, I don't have a PhD in human behavior. I don't have a master's in psychology. You know, my PhD came from getting the snot kicked out of me selling office equipment right. in Los Angeles, right, where I grew up. That's what I'm bringing when I said everybody can be authentic is you're already authentic. You're Hopefully, you're already bringing the best version of yourself to your relationships personally. My challenge is why can't you do that in your, in your professional life? That's why I'm a firm believer that everybody can be authentic because you're already, you, hopefully, you're already doing it. Right. You see where I'm sure. going with this? Yes. Uh, so it, what I understand for that is, uh, is we're, rather than being somebody else, when you're a salesperson, you know, you put the hat on or the jacket on or whatever, or the t-shirt on, rather than being somebody else, be the same you, but you know, your, your offering is that product or solution, as opposed to, like you said, being that empty suit or the empty jacket or hat, you're just walking in trying to push a product with that one goal and that one, uh, one uh, objective only. Right. So, you, you know, and I, and I always say this and, um, my wife knows this really well because we talk about it all the time. And I've been happily married for almost 27 years now. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thanks. Congratulations. We, we, yeah. talk, we talk about this all the time, about me being real. And, and she'll say, that, you know, in our circle of friends, you get what you get with Larry. There's no difference, right? The Larry that you see out in the community and amongst our friends is the same way Larry carried himself in the sales world. No difference. And I think when people can really understand that, it's just golden. But what happens is we try to juggle who we are in a, in, our, in a personal setting. We try to juggle who we are in a professional setting, and it just collides. It's going to. I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. And you get exposed for it. That way, you know, I just said, hey, listen, we can all be authentic. We can all be genuine because we're doing it already. Hmm. So, Larry, do you ever think that maybe some people shouldn't be their authentic self? They should just – maybe they, sh- they should um, try to uh, not be their selves. <laughs> maybe they shouldn't be their selves because well, – I mean, <laughs> well – Or transform themselves into something else. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but, you know, but, but here's a – I guess uh, I'm trying to think of the polite word to use for sake of this. But, uh, <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> you know, um, uh, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, if I'll use it anyway, but if you're an ass in your personal life, right, then so be it. But, you know, to me, I just, 
you get what you get. And, and, and somebody called me out on it a couple of days ago on social, right? When I said, you know, quit being an imposter, right? Quit trying to be somebody that you're not. Just be yourself, right? Because that way people will really get to know you. And you know what? You can't please everybody. It's my two cents worth. Good point. Right? I, I mean, it, it, there's too many people online leveraging all these platforms who are trying to be the next Gary V. They're trying to be the next Grant Cardone. They're trying to, they're trying to act, walk, and talk like these people who are highly successful, got massive followings, are comfortable in their own skin. They'll say whatever they want to say, right? But they've earned it, right? Because right. they've stayed true to themselves. And that's all I'm trying to get across with selling from the heart. And I'm trying to drive it in a way that just, you know what? Just act the normal you, right? If you're in a sales profession, just act normal, right? Just be yourself and watch what starts to happen. Yeah. It's, what, what would you, sorry, go ahead, Gary. Well, I was just going to say, it's a good point mentioning uh, Gary V and Grant Cardone. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't try to copy them, but I think one of the things that have made them so successful is the fact that they are you know, authentic. Um, I'm a big fan of both of those guys, I was, and I was actually telling Jerry a story yesterday, but I, was, I tuned in to uh, – He tells me lots of stories. Lots of stories. <laughs> yeah, fic- they're all well, fictional. Hey, hey, you know what? Stories are good as long as, <laughs> as, long as how they're told. It, it, it was story time with Jerry yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I was um, I was listening to Grant Cardone on, on Instagram, and um, he w- he has callers call in and talk about their business. Yeah, I remember I, this one. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of feel bad for the guy that called in, but Grant Cardone, like he did, so the guy calls in, and he he says, "Look, I have this business idea," and he goes into detail about the idea, and Grant Cardone listens, and he goes. I, I have to say that's the worst idea I've heard all day long. <laughs> he didn't mince words for that yeah. one. <laughs> and then and then the guy's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he explained why. And then the guy like tries to sell Grant Cardone on his idea a little bit more. And and then Grant Cardone goes, hey, could you just get this guy off of the call? He's going to rub off on everybody else that's listening yeah. in. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, Maybe that probably rubs some people the wrong way, but he's just being his, you know, he's being his authentic self. And, and I think that's what, that's what resonates. It's polarizing. Like some people love him, some people hate him. And um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know, and, and he, and, and here's why I think authenticity matters, especially in the sales profession, especially out in the business community is, and I talk about all the time, there's three things that are, that are going through your clients' heads, your prospects' heads, you know, and, and it's all revolves around this. I think there's a lack of trust immensely out there, right? Sure. There's a massive lack of trust with salespeople. People's BS meters are at an all-time high, and they're so skeptical about everything that comes out of a salesperson's mouth that they just don't believe them, right? They're looking, and this is just me, this is my own personal opinion is they're looking for reasons to say no a lot sooner than they're saying looking for reasons to say yes so if you can start positioning yourself as genuine caring heartfelt you have their best interests at heart you're there to listen right watch what starts to happen because without any credibility and without any trust you're dead in the water and unfortunately that runs rampant in the sales world i don't care if it's face to face or online 
That's that's a really really good point. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about uh, your word. Uh, I had promised to deliver something to somebody uh, the other day, and um, I was working with somebody else, and they said, "Well, should we go there now because we're running late and we need to, we need to get to our next appointment?" And I said, "Well." Um, in order for me to build trust, I have to stick with my word. And as a sales guy, that's the, all I have is my integrity. Yep. And uh, that, that's all I have. And if I don't stick with that, uh, stick with that, I've just lost it. So I, I think that aligns very well with what you said. In order to build trust, you have to have something, something genuine in order to, and you have to build it and, and earn it moving forward. Yeah, you just, you just got to stick to your word. And, and, and here's something, and I was just thinking about this as I was listening to you. I said, you know, why do so many people, I mean, think about it because we've all said it, right? And I know we've all encountered this. I'll say, hey, Gary, you know, hey, why don't you meet me over at Starbucks at 10 -ish? Okay. Because that gives me leeway, right? Yes. It could be 10.01. It could be 10.59. It could be 10.45. Why don't people just say, hey, Gary, I'll meet you at Starbucks at 10 o'clock and show up at 10 o'clock. You're staying true to your word, right? Yes. But what happens is we give ourselves leeway and we throw the ish in there. And all I'm saying with salespeople is, you know what, your brand, your promise. If you're going to tell somebody, hey, I'm going to call you at 2 o'clock or I'm going to be at your office at 3 o'clock or, you know, next Tuesday, I'm going to give you a call, then you do it. Yeah, that, that, that's a good, and it's, it's funny what we're talking about stand being authentic online, but the stuff you're saying, it, it, it's, it doesn't make a difference whether it's online or it's in right. person. Like it's, it, you think about it, you're in person, the, 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 the people that, the people that you want to uh, spend time with or you trust are the people that are true to their word. The people that uh, put, put you first, that, that, care that truly care about you yeah. um, and, and aren't trying to just take advantage of a situation. So, yeah, you, you know what? I mean, ugh. there's so much bull crap online that, you know, sorry to drop the, the bull crap word, but it's a lot polite than saying the other word, but there's just so much of this stuff online and it just makes me sick. And, you know, when, if you want to leverage all these tools correctly, then mean it, right? Stand behind it. Do the same thing you're going to do face-to-face -face and do it online. But there's so many people that just live a lie online because that's what they think they need to do, right? Right. They don't know any, they don't know any better. Hey, you know what? I got to impress Jerry. And, and uh, so I'm just going to start saying all this stuff, right? And Jerry may not even know me, but there's so many people that connect to me who comment back and they say, you know what? I feel like I already know you because I've been following you. I've been seeing your engagement. I've been seeing your conversations and I feel like I already know who you are. How many salespeople can say that? How many people online can really say that? I'd say, uh, you know, no disrespect, but there's not a lot of people who walk an authentic line online. They just don't for some reason or another because they hide behind their keyboards. And, and I know I'm making a bold statement and, and you know, that's just me because I just speak my mind, but there's so many people that leverage these tools to try to impress people. And if you get them in a social setting one-on-one, -on -one, I can flat guarantee you they're not like that. That's a good point. That's good. There, you, you got me thinking a little bit about 
So I see, I, well, there, I know there's more than two schools, but I definitely see two schools of, of thought of when it, and from a business standpoint online. So, um, and of course there's more than this, but two, two came to mind. One is you have somebody that's not an expert in their field yet, but they're trying to become an expert. So they're trying to put out good content. It's kind of a fake it till you make it kind of attitude. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're putting out content. They're not experts, but you can tell they're put forth some effort. And then you have other people that claim to be an expert, but all the stuff that they put online is more personal. Like uh, they'll put like cat videos and, you know, random, like trying to get engagement on their post. Um, but they're not really putting out any real content related to their expertise in their field. So wh which two do you think is more authentic? The person that's faking it to the make it or the person that's just putting out random stuff but not really trying to sell theirself as an expert, an expert just in that. To get, just to get engagement, right? Just to get engaged. Well, you know, dopamine rushes are, you know, everyone's searching for the dopamine rush online, right? I got to bust the algorithm. I got to figure out how to get all these likes and comments and shares and so forth, right? Because it makes me feel good. And I get it, right? But I'd much rather the, you know, the person who's really sincerely trying who might be faking it till they make it right. I mean, you got to start somewhere and it's only through consistency and discipline and determination. Are you, are you going to break through that ceiling? But, you know, I, I was always strategic and I still am to this day is, and maybe it's because I grew up with a dad who was a rocket scientist that just drilled certain things at me. But I really look at, you know, to me, the social platforms, they all serve different purposes, right? Right. So, so for me, LinkedIn is 100% business, 100% business. I'm strategic with it. I'm strategic with my content I put on it and so forth. I use Instagram as both business and personal because it get, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they're going to see, I travel a lot, you know, what I like to drink, you know, goofy stuff and things like that. But I marry it with my business life to humanize me a little bit obviously twitter is, is strategic and sports related and things like that so i'm throwing these different things out you will never see me ever throw cat videos and all this crap onto linkedin and i'm really sensitive to who i connect to and what i comment on for those reasons but i think you know i to go back to your point gary is i'd much rather help somebody out who's young who wants to become an expert in their field, who's actually trying than to somebody who's just out there throwing videos out there just to get the likes and comments. Cause you really can't do anything with those. They make right. you feel good for five minutes and then what? Yep. You know, you, uh, what you just said really, really aligns with what you said a few minutes ago, which is, <laughs> which is your brand, your brand's your promise. And by what you just said right now about how you align each of these uh, social media platforms for different purposes. I, and that's something that Gary Vee talks about quite a bit. Each one can't be used exactly alike. You have to align them uh, according to how you're going to use it. And I really appreciate that because we, you're, like you said, you're humanizing yourself through Instagram or versus Twitter versus LinkedIn, which is uh, uh, purely business. And as a result, you're aligning your brand. And with that, people see what, see what it is and they can see, they see exactly what they get. What you see is what you get kind of thing. 
And yeah. I, I think that's really, really strong, uh, a strong message that you provided today. I mean, if, if our audience can take away anything from what you said, would be that, your brand, your promise. Yeah, you know, it is. And, and I think, you know, here's, here's something that I want everyone to, to really start, hopefully they'll take it to heart, is you got to become vulnerable. You got to become vulnerable with yourself and you got to be open to criticism. And what was really interesting is I remember when I started dabbling in social and I hired a business coach, and this goes back the mid 2000s, it was something that it was hard to swallow, right? The, the minute I got somebody, let's just say Gary said something that I, that I took the wrong way or he's poking fun at me, I'd take it really serious and it would just wreck me. But then I, but then I realized that, you know what, you can't let it bother you. And I just, I just, I just learned how to, to block it all off. So where I'm going is, is we just have to be able to just drive the right message with the right media and the right methods and watch what starts to happen. And if you're consistent with it, good things will happen. Dude, that's uh, really awesome. Vulnerability and your brands, your promise. And but, but, how, but, how, but how many people, Jerry, will get vulnerable with social? Uh, that's a really good a good question, and I would I would venture to say not very many. Uh, I, I would say that people, you know, it's like the whole selfie thing. You grab a picture and you try as many angles as you can, and until you find the best duck face, yeah. and then <laughs> and, you post, and you post that online. <laughs> well, it ties it ties back to um, you know, it's so easy I think to get trapped in the the shiny object phase of, of the yeah. tools that you have. Of it. I mean, it, t it ties back to, to human, and it's just human, you know, how we're supposed to be as human beings. We're supposed to be vulnerable. We're supposed to, I mean, we like people that share a little bit about themselves, that share the struggles and the challenges. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it and I know we've talked about it, it ties back to one, authenticity is, is, is not all about you. It's, I mean, it's about you being true to yourself, but you have to, you have to think about other people. It's, it's not just about you putting on a, uh, a facade and it's hard work. Like you have to be, cons cons my wife and I were talking about this last night. Like it's, if you want to be, uh, if you want to have a, a, a good brand online, like it's hard. Like you have to, ha you have to be consistent. You have to put out good content. You have to be innovative with your ideas. And then, as, as far as being, um, you know, honest and sincere in your word. Anyways, it, it, I think people, people get trapped in the, in the idea around uh, the tools that are out there and, and not, not being your genuine self, just as if you were in person. Which is the uh, actual work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's sort of, boy, you just keyed in on, a, you just said a word that's just music to my ears, Gary, when you said consistency. Because I talk about it, I talk about it in my book and I slam salespeople with it. I slam the whole sales profession with it because we're consistently inconsistent. Mm -hmm. There's no consistency to anything. And there's no consistency that I see when it comes to social because everybody's chasing the shiny object. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? They want instantaneous success, right? Because I said the two things that go against most salespeople are time and patience, right? They have no time and they have no patience. They want to walk into a dark social room, flip on a light and have instantaneous success with social. It just doesn't work. Social takes time and you got to be consistent. You got to have discipline with it. Absolutely. Well, I know, I, I know we're, um, 
have a time limit here on the on the podcast, and and I I've truly enjoyed the discussion with Larry and Jerry, um, uh, Jerry, uh, <laughs> Jerry, Larry, and Gary. Jerry, Larry, and Gary. Oh, hey, did you plan <laughs> this one, Gary? Now I know why. You want you wanted the trifecta. He, he, he was trying to find <laughs> Curly <laughs> Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All, all we need is Mo and Curly, right? <laughs> we could do one of these afterward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, let's close out here. Once again, we've got Larry Levine, author of uh, Selling from the Heart, How Your Authentic Self Sells You. Five stars, five stars on Amazon. So uh, go out and check it out. And uh, we're Digital Selling Secrets. Uh, a podcast with your host, uh, Gary Dennis, co-founder of DigitalSellingConference.com and uh, myself, Jerry, uh, Jerry Moneycrode, co-founder of DigitalSellingConference.com. And uh, thank you all for coming. And once again, uh, uh, thank you, Larry, for joining us. Oh, Thanks, my Larry. pleasure. This is fun. All right. Take care and have a good, great right. weekend. Bye.